Hello, and welcome to the Zero to Hired podcast, the show that helps struggling job seekers find a career that's right for you. In every episode, we have one mission, to provide you with unique tips and strategies from leading industry experts that will get you in front of hiring managers. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Zero to Hired podcast. It's Connell Valentine here. Uh, I've stolen the mic once again from John Ribeiro to have an interview with Bassem Farah. This is going to be another newcomer success story, and we have Bassem on the line right now, who's reaching us all the way from the United Arab Emirates. Welcome to our show, Bassem. It's great to have you on. Pleasure to be here, Connell. Okay, so Bassem, you have a very interesting story for our audience today. Um, you, just like Vino, who we interviewed on podcast number 10, I believe, you have a job in Canada uh, before you arrive, and you're scheduled to arrive on May 3rd. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited for it as well. That's really great. And what makes uh, this really special for you is that you are actually targeting a regulated industry uh, architectural engineering, I believe, uh, is what you're after, right? Correct. Yes. Oh, okay, perfect, Basam. So, you know, this episode is going to be about essentially your journey and, and how you you did the what most people call the impossible, which is getting a job offer, I think it was one month uh, before you arrived. It was right at the beginning of April that you got this job. So mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to run our audience through exactly what it is, and we'd love to hear what what strategies that you had to, to to accomplish such a great feat? So, first of all, congratulations on your move to Canada, and um, let's let's start right from the beginning. So, tell us what what made you decide to make the move. There are tons of reasons for this, Connell. I can I can elaborate so much. I mean, especially Canada being in a completely different level. People there are so nice and helpful. Everyone says you immediately feel welcome there, and as an immigrant, and just like all other immigrants, really, um, I simply need a place I could call home and where I can actually earn my citizenship. And since I got married last year, my wife and I decided that we can make it, we will make it a priority to move to a country that we can be citizens of. And a huge plus point is that I love the natural scenery the country has to offer. And it comes with the cost of harsh winters, but I'm ready for that. Uh, but especially in British Columbia, it's, it's pretty much beautiful. So to sum all these things up, uh, Canada is the obvious choice for our move. That's that's great to hear. Well, first of all, congratulations on your new family and uh, your new country. Thank you. <laughs> so it's a great Thanks. start. Thanks. It's a really great start. So what what were your biggest concerns with your uh, with your decision? Well, uh, the first thing is uh, financially. Uh, would I be able to make it financially or not? That, that was one of my biggest concerns. And the process for getting the PR, the permanent residence, was quite stressful uh, because the, the first time for me, I've tried this alone, and I actually got cheated on from a fake agency, and I lost a lot of money for, from that process. So the next time, I've tried it with my wife, and we were just putting it all in together. And it felt like a gamble, this whole process. Uh, we sacrificed a lot from ourselves to save up money and to get all our documentations done. 
but in the end, uh, thankfully, it paid off, and it, it's just such a relief getting the whole uh, permanent residence. And we got it in six months, but those six months did feel like a lifetime. And of course, after getting the PR done and everything, now the the, the newer concerns uh, started showing up. Like, okay, I need to find a job, and you know, it may seem impossible to land a job, especially in my industry, um, because like, okay, let's face it, it's it's pretty much easy to uh, find a job, let's say, in a restaurant or something, you know, to get food on the table. That's not an issue to worry. But I was worried mostly about my career. Uh, would I be able to continue my career or not? I was mainly worried on getting a job in my field of studies and work experience. I wanted yeah. to also ask you, what were others saying about your decision? Because uh, I believe that also had uh, an influence on your on your concern oh, and your stress. Absolutely, friends and family can voice their concerns. Sometimes, you know, they may come in a good place, you know, to to make you make the best decisions. But it mostly came out negative. What I've been hearing from people from Canada, especially, um, they're saying, "Oh no, you got to take a course first. Uh, there's so much stuff you have to do before landing a job in your field." And, you know, engineering is like, you know, highly regulated. So, you know, try something else. I, I heard so many different things that it's just impossible. Some people say it might take like six months to find a job. And, you know, that that's coming from people I know. And other than that, I would go to the Internet as well, you know, to see different, uh, you know, posts uh, online, in forums as well, in Quora. And I would hear the same thing as well. You know, people complaining that they're not finding jobs. And, you know, the, the worst thing I would hear is that, um, you know, like Canadians, actually, they're just faking the immigration process just so that we fill in the labor jobs. And, you know, I, I just felt that it's not it's not true at all. It, there is a way. I just felt so there is a way. Just for our audience to understand Architectural engineering, what does that uh, feel like and uh, what makes it regulated in Canada? When it comes to using architectural engineering, it's, it's mostly focusing on construction and creating detailing and uh, understanding the different building technologies and coordinating with uh, different engineers. Architecture is a field of uh, working with buildings, designing the buildings according to the standards according to the occupants, according to clients, and to make sure that this design is ready to be built up. And basically, we go through the whole process from the beginning and we see how the construction is going until the end. So now, Bissam, you mentioned in, a, in an email that you had sent to us that uh, this field is regulated in Canada, and uh, uh, but you still manage Correct. to get a job offer before that. Now, we've advertised that. I've converted that email to a blog, and we've added, advertised it out to our audience. One of the biggest feedback we got and questions that we got is, if the field is regulated, how did Mr. Bassam manage to get a job offer? When you just Google, is architecture uh, regulated, you'll find everyone saying, yes, yes, it's regulated. It is. Architecture is a regulated field. But... You need to understand the different positions in in this field. Now, okay, let, let me compare it. For example, in UAE, where I do have my experience in architecture and in Canada, um, in UAE, let's say, I graduate as an architect 
I did my bachelor's, I graduate, and I enter the workforce directly as an architect. I use the term architect, but uh, it doesn't take into consideration of um, am I a junior architect or am I working under the supervision of someone? It just uh, mentions the label architect. However, if you use that term architect in Canada, what it means is that you've gone to a high position, you, you have the authority to build in public, and it takes not just uh, passing the uh, college exams and all, it takes at least three to four years experience under the supervision of a senior architect and passing the uh, exams for practicing architecture in Canada. There are positions below the regulated field that you can still work in the field However, under the supervision of a senior. Okay. One question I had, though, Correct. is that you, you did mention that you have to be currently studying uh, in a school uh, or college or university of sorts while you are Correct. under the supervision of that. So how did you manage to get a job offer uh, even without you physically being present in Canada? When you graduate, let's say as, a, as an architect, for example, you have two options. Um, you can either go with the term intern architect or you can be an architectural technologist or an architectural technician. In other words, you can be a draftsman. And this is where I'm heading. And in both cases, when I've done my job search, I've seen many companies are using the term both intern architect slash architectural technician. Graduates of bachelor's degrees in architecture can work either an architectural technician or an architect or, or an intern architect. And in my case, I chose architectural technician. It would be the similar responsibilities. And I've actually got my certification done as an architectural technician before even landing. I've received a provisional certificate for one year from, a, from an association that recognizes this. So I can legally now work with the term as an architectural technologist. Even if I'm opening my own business, I can still become an architectural technologist. I think what you mentioned over there is key. So you did not essentially do any additional certification from Canada while you were in the UAE. You had your existing credentials assessed by an association and uh, that allowed you to uh, practice in this field. Correct. That's fantastic. So obviously this is very specific around the field of architecture, but to the audience that's listening, I'm sure that in their own other uh, fields that are regulated, be it medical, engineering, teaching, uh, there would be some, uh, you know, transferable process that could apply to them as well. I guess the key point over here for everyone from what you've done, Basim, is you did your research and you actually found that although the field is regulated, it's worth definitely doing the research and trying to find out which uh, specific positions uh, you can practice if you want to get a job as quickly as possible that don't require that qualification and regulation. Okay, Correct. that's great. So we're going to take a, a short break right now. And when we get back, uh, we want to learn, Basem, about uh, your job search process and how exactly uh, Zero to Hide helped you through that process and uh, get you the job offer one month before you landed. I'm sure you had some very... Uh, 
sneaky tactics of convincing the hiring manager to do that. <laughs> so we want to get the rundown sure. on sure. how you managed to be successful with that. So stay tuned. Are you planning to move to Canada and concerned about how you will find your first job? Maybe you're already here and struggling to get that big break. As a newcomer to Canada myself, I knew the best time to be prepared for a job search is before I needed the job. My name is Connell Valentine and I'll be your online course instructor helping you get the job soon after and maybe even before you land in Canada. I'll be sharing my screen while helping you build your brand new Canadian resume that will delight recruiters. We will create a direct email marketing campaign to hiring managers that will make you stand out from your competition. We will then be doing a demo of a real online job application, showing you the precise steps you need to follow to quadruple your chances at getting the job interview. And finally, to get the inside info on the vast majority of the hidden job market, I'll show you how real networking is done in Canada. The average salary in Canada is well over $200 per day. Don't waste any more time and money being unemployed while trying to find the right way to job search. Get lifetime access to these courses at the link in the show notes below at courses.zerotohired.com. Use it to get your first job fast and to get your promotional jobs in your future. Welcome back, everyone. So we are having a conversation with Mr. Bassem Farah, who's joining us from United Arab Emirates, and he has managed to grab a job offer in Canada one month before he landed in the field of architectural engineering. So Bassem, uh, we want to talk about your job search strategy. Now, we connected because of a very inspiring email that you sent to us um, after you had taken the course from Zero to Hire, where you explained how you got the job offer one month before you landed. And it was, it was really enlightening and it was really heartwarming read for us personally. And we, I was we so said happy we, at that time. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we, we said we have to get you on a call so that you can spread your message to, to others who are trying to get to Canada. And, of course, everyone's, what's on everyone's mind is how do we secure a job offer before we land? I mean, you can understand why. It's, it's never been a more expensive time uh, and a more stressful time to be unemployed in Canada. So when did you start with, how did you come across Zero to Hide? I actually first started my research uh, on the job search as soon as I got the PR, and I would just open like 12 tabs, a dozen tabs over a dozen tabs, you know, from different sources, reading their experience. And because of the amount of tabs that I've opened in Google Chrome, uh, somehow one of them had this title, uh, how I got three job offers uh, in two weeks, I believe. And as soon as I saw this title open in a tab, I'm like, okay, let me check it out. And I've read the the whole uh, article that you wrote. And not just that you wrote it well, and it was a great success story. And really congratulations, by the way. And I Thank wish you. the same success for everyone. Uh, not only that, but you spoke through us. Uh, what I mean is that you did mention how terrified you were in the beginning and, you know, how this whole thing is stressful. And you really hit, you know, hit the emotional point, basically, for 
for most of the readers, at least, you know, who, who, who must have read this article. So I understood that you really get it. And that's where I got certainly convinced, you know, without a, without, without a second thought, you know, I directly enrolled in your course. It's really heartwarming to hear that, that, you know, I, I managed to get through to you and hopefully others through that article. So that's really inspiring to, Absolutely. to let you know. So thank you. Absolutely. It's, it's pretty much, yeah, it's pretty much important to spread messages through articles and all because other, other than like, you may never know how people might treat you. Exactly. Now, at the same time, though, uh, there's no doubt you, you invested uh, in, these, in these courses. Um, there are several government services that are available, and I know this because I, I use them myself, even before you land. Um, what mm-hmm. made you decide to actually, you know, invest in yourself rather than uh, or as well as uh, rely on, on the, the free services that are available from the government? It's a shortcut, really. It's a direct access to, you know, to, to the deep information that's hidden in this whole job market. Um, I've, I, I am already enrolled in a few government services, and I do have an appointment as well from a settlement agency as soon as I land. Mm-hmm. And no doubt they are helpful, and the information they provide is very helpful for all aspects, not from not just for job search, but also finding places and understanding Canadian culture. Um, however, when it comes to job search, uh, I've attended a few webinars uh, from these agencies, and it seemed pretty much general. It was things that I already know, and most of us would know already. It's... Um, it, it may not be uh, designed for a certain person. It, it just says, and uh, I'm just saying from my experience, uh, it just generally describes how the CV should be and, you know, what terms the Canadians use and, you know, how their mentality is. It felt as if it's general. And I didn't feel that, you know, I learned something new from it because I already researched about it. So... I knew that, you know, there is a sneakier way, you know, and no doubt you are sneaky too as well with your program. (laughs) So basically, you know, just get into details rather than just the general, the surface information. And that's, that's where the magic happens. Now, you've mentioned things like resumes, um, Canadian work culture and those kind of things. Those are the things that we cover on the courses as well. So what made Zero to Hire different Mm -hmm. for you? Well, uh, first of all, uh, you do give a free resume in the beginning, and this free resume sums up all the other, you know, webinars and all. What makes it different is what what you call in the course is the brand tracker. This This is a game changer, and I think this is the main ingredient. You know, this is the secret for the perfect resume. Uh, once you master writing the brand tracker, I'm not sure if the listeners here are already taking the course or not, but you you will completely understand when uh, you use the you basically brand yourself and you really understand what the companies need rather than what you can offer. Uh, in other words, is search for the requirements for the companies first understand their keywords from there see what you can do what what you can offer to help so what i notice is uh you know 
especially most of the, the people who are like keen to find jobs, they're extremely talented. They might have like two certifications extra in this field or that field, and they might like just accumulate everything, all their skills and all their experiences in one resume. And that may confuse the hiring manager. And so this is the main point that uh, Zero to Hire, what I noticed, focuses on is to narrow down everything to exactly what the company needs so that you do get the interview call. There are resources online. And when you use, say, things like branding, when you say words, uh, when you say things like keywords, uh, our listeners might be thinking, yes, I've, I've heard of keywords and branding. But I, I think you, you mentioned mm-hmm. it where... You know, our courses allow people to, while you may have heard of those terms, how do we inject those keywords into our resume is, is what's missing, I uh, recently believe. It's great that, you know, you took Zero to Hired and really applied it to your job search. So I think our audience would like to know now, um, you didn't, like, what was your job strategy, job search strategy at a high level? You did mention you, you, you researched about your your specific regulated field and you discovered that architectural technician is the role that uh, you wanted to to apply for. Uh, what mm-hmm. other high-level stra- job search strategies do you apply? I've actually also looked for any responsive employers available. Now, I'm not sure if you are familiar with uh, Indeed because most of my research I've done was in Indeed. Most of the mm-hmm. jobs that I found openings wasn't Indeed, and the job offer I got as well wasn't Indeed. So mm-hmm. I've spent hours, uh, like, you know, hours and days using Indeed. And what I've discovered is that some employers uh, may come across, they, they have a badge next to them uh, saying responsive employer, uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. So what, what it means is that they have this rate or a ranking that whoever who sends them a message, um, they do get re- responded back by the employer. One of the strategies in the beginning was to talk to an employer at least. You know, uh, I wasn't aiming to land on the job, but I was aiming to get the response from the employer and to understand what they need. So the first thing I did was I looked for all the responsive employers and I just, you know, sent my CV to them after uh, after uh, doing the brand tracker and everything. So after sending and, you know, I did get response from a few employers and I started talking with them in the email. And I know that uh, their requirements are not, you know, I, I did not meet their requirements, but I want to, I just simply wanted to understand their language. You know, what do they require? What questions do they ask? sort of like to prepare myself. Uh, eventually, I did uh, get a lot of information from certain employers that they do need someone who understands the building codes. Uh, in my case, it's British Columbia, so they call it the BC building codes. So that is one thing that's not mentioned in the job requirements, but the employer told me that it's highly important that you know someone understands the BC building code. So... That is one thing that I also added in my CV, since that uh, they did mention that they need that knowledge. How did you modify your CV to address that gap? First of all, I did not want to lie that I didn't understand building code because it's it's something that you really need to study. 
So the first thing what I did is actually I grabbed a copy online for the DC building code. It's a day pass actually. It costs like around $20 for British Columbia for a day pass. So I went through that. And, you know, I just skipped everything on the side and just spent the whole day understanding what is the DC building code and, and you know, how, how to navigate through it, what are the laws, et cetera, et cetera. So after going through that, I felt confident that I do have good knowledge of the BC Building Code, and that's where I wrote in my CV. I added simply um, next to my education slash uh, good knowledge of the BC Building Code. And what difference does that make? I started receiving from employers without even applying to the job, uh, believe it or not. (laughs) And uh, yes. And actually, the job offer that I got, I did not even apply to them. Uh, it was the employer himself who messaged me. He, he, he saw my CV and he offered, like, he was asking, okay, you know, are you interested in working in this and that field? And then he scheduled an interview with me from then on. That is, that is really remarkable what you just did. So I, I really want to summarize and highlight some of the key things that you had mentioned in, in all of this. Number one, mm-hmm. I think first and foremost, is that you, you mentioned that the job description isn't, is, is not complete. It's not thorough enough. That really speaks to what the hiring managers lo- are looking for. And recruiters Correct. themselves, recruiters themselves in Canada have told us that although the job description is a great guideline, it doesn't really give you the full story. And then what you had the guts to do, Basim, is actually reach out to the employers directly and discover that gap. And um, you made the change in your resume that got the employers to actually come to you. And that's how you got your job offer. And that's really, uh, it's a really remarkable story uh, and how you accomplished that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the interview. How did that go? Like two days before the interview, I started preparing myself as well. I researched their company. I researched all the projects that they worked on. You know, kind of like made a PowerPoint presentation for for the whole thing. I've, I've used that PowerPoint presentation as like a side thing like, so that while I'm being interviewed, all the notes that I've wrote down, I can just refer them to the PowerPoint presentation. It's It's one way I can be confident you know, during uh, phone interviews, at least. How did you feel that a job interview from Canada was different from the job interviews that you're used to? <laughs> it's, it's a huge difference. Uh, well, first of all, they were so nice. I felt like, you know, in the beginning, before the interview call came, I was so nervous. You know, maybe they'll just jump right into, like, questions, uh, you know, about my career and all, but... The, the employer was there on the phone with the hiring manager, and they were both really friendly, you know, during the whole conversation. It wasn't, it didn't feel as though there was pressure after I told them that, you know, I'm in UAE. So they wanted to understand my story, like, okay, like what made you choose Canada? Like you understand how things are different here and all. Their communication was clear, and there's this habit here, for example, in UAE where I've noticed, at least in my field, I mean, the first thing they would ask me, like, okay, where are you from? What's your nationality? But over there in Canada, um, it just felt, you know, I'm a human being, you know, doing an interview. And that's all, you know. 
those kind of questions uh, are actually illegal to ask over here in Canada. Because <laughs> I understand, you know, some employers might see someone from outside the country, it will be like an immediate no, but uh, thankfully, uh, you know, the employer was uh, very patient and very understanding. What were some of the tough questions that they asked you, you mentioned? I've also done another interview. After this interview, another company as well uh, reached out to me. Uh, and I was, I'm expecting a second interview once I reach Canada. I think, yeah, the toughest question was, what, what do you expect for the employers to do for you? Okay, yeah, that is a tricky one because, you know, um, the, the focus is and should be uh, what it is that you can do for them. But this is uh, exactly. one way. Exactly. they turn the table could, around. Exactly. They're turning yeah. the tables around for you. I guess uh, from the sound of that question, in, in my opinion, they essentially are trying to figure out why it is that you want to work for this company so that you would, so mm-hmm. that they have some peace of mind that you would never leave. Sounds like that's the, uh, the why behind that question. So, Basem, yeah. once again, congratulations. We are, we're coming to the end of our podcast. And uh, we uh, at Zero to Hired and, uh, you know, I'm sure the audience appreciate the time that you've given us to share your story. Uh, you know, there, there are several newcomers to Canada who want the same kind of success that you had. So if you had to give them one piece of advice, what would that be? Uh, listen from within, really. Um, as simple as that. So what I mean by that is figure out where you are. And don't compare yourself with what others have achieved or, you know, don't compare yourself with the failures of others or the success of others. Like, completely understand and, like, know exactly where you are in life with qualifications, with job experience, with education. That differs from person to person. And be true to that. So once you understand exactly where you are uh, in your career or in life, then from then on, you you are the pilot of, you know, of your dreams, basically. And that being said, um, nothing will affect you from outside. Not a single negative story you might hear or, you know, some friend might discourage you to do this or that. Once you truly understand where you're coming from, you know, no one will really affect you and you can choose to be inspired by you know the positive the successful people around you people from canada said it'll take you six months to get a job over here and you did it in minus one so congratulations <laughs> yeah. them. and uh, you. you're, you're really an inspiring voice to, to everyone uh, especially on exactly what you just said follow your gut you know they're always going to be naysayers around you uh, but only you know how much motivates you and how much passion you can put towards your goal. Other people will always sure. speak to you from their own experiences and opinions, uh, but it's really up to you to, to follow your heart. So congratulations once again. With that, we reached the end of our podcast, folks. I hope you had a lot of good takeaways from Bessem. He's really an inspiration to all newcomers that are coming out to Canada. We will catch you at the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Zero to Hired podcast. Make sure you check out our website, www.zerotohired.com and download your free resume template that's proven to get results, complete with examples and guidelines. Make sure you tune in as we interview leading industry experts who provide tips and strategies to help you get the career that's right for you.